Characters Here Podcast. I'm your host, Sade, writer as SLF Entertainment, painter of fascinating paintings, and YouTuber as Love for My 4C. On this show, I interview talented people as they share their amazing stories. I also share stories of my own, from fictional storytelling to real-life adventures. I aim to entertain and inspire you to be a character, too. For more information, visit charactersfear.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Characters Here Podcast. I'm your host, Sharday, And in this episode, I interview my very lovely little sister, Lex in the Box, a.k.a. Lex, a.k.a. Alexis. <laughs> uh, she is a DJ, model, photographer. Um, what else does she do? She teaches on the side. Uh, she works as a bartender. She is your all-around hustler. <laughs> Every day I'm hustling. That's when you insert the song. But I ain't got the plug like that, so I'm just leaving it alone. Anyways, y'all, this episode is titled The Stuff. And let me tell you why. Well, there's two different things. You know how I always have to have these connections or whatnot. Um, The stuff is what you have in you already from the day you were born, you know, Stuff that you were doing when you were a kid, but you just kind of forgot about as you became an adult and started having your own family or you started paying bills or you started to just live life. You know what I'm saying? Things got a little hectic and you kind of just lost your stuff. Well, honestly, you didn't lose your stuff. Your stuff is always in you, you know, no matter what you go through, your stuff is always in you because it's what makes you you. The stuff is you. It's your stuff, your special, your pizzazz, your... Um, special ingredients like nobody can make this cake bake this cake like you can you know you got a little special little off that you put on it so I am just saying y'all we were all blessed with these talents with the stuff we were all blessed with these gifts that God gave us to use whether your gift is to sing or is to write or it's to DJ you know make music whether it's to host you know a show whether it's to talk to people you know there's some good talkers out there you know some smooth talkers some smooth operators your love is key anyways we're not gonna talk about that (laughs) do not forget about that stuff that you have in you that makes you you your worth your value your goals your dreams Everything, y'all, it is in you. You got the stuff, hunty, okay? And I don't care where that stuff is. Like, what other people have to say about your stuff. That don't matter. Do you know if you kept listening to people about your stuff that you'll never do it? It's been many of times where I've been told that I don't have the stuff. That That's because they're trying to compare my stuff to their stuff. And you can't compare your stuff, y'all. Your stuff is your stuff. It's not to be compared and contrasted with other people's. There's no pros and cons to your stuff because it's your stuff. Now, you can manipulate, you can manipulate your stuff to where your stuff is just not what it's supposed to be. But you can improve your stuff, okay? Like I told y'all, y'all was born with this, so that means it has to develop. So you got to develop your stuff. You got to make it even better. And the best way to develop your stuff to make it totally awesome is to constantly, consistently be persistent. E. I just made that up. Don't listen to me. But <laughs> I was trying to rhyme. Got some bars. Anyways, I was... um. 
You have to continuously practice, 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 practice. Hone your craft. This is your stuff. That's the only way that it can be better to where everyone sees your stuff as your light and they just love it. Did you know your personality can be your stuff? Like you can have the greatest attitude in the whole wide world and that would be your stuff. And that great attitude just makes people feel better. Like our stuff is really to be shared with other people to to just bring like a little light into this world because it's so much darkness. Anyways, y'all, please use your stuff. The second reason why I titled this episode uh, Use Your Stuff is because my daddy, <laughs> he gave us nickna- nicknames when we were younger, my sister and I. Alexis, her nickname was Stuff. <laughs> her nickname was Stuff. So, this is a shout out to my daddy and as well as to my sister. So, y'all, I will be talking to y'all, like I said, in the next episode, which is going to be a very, very good episode. Anyways, get right into this interview and listen to my sister because she got some tea, some good tea for you all. And I hope y'all enjoy. She is from Dallas, Texas, graduated from the University of Texas at Arlington with a bachelor's in communication broadcast, radio host personality, photographer, and DJ, also my sister, and a special guest on Characters Here, 23 years young, Lex. Welcome to the show, Hunty. How are you? Hey, girl. How you doing? Good, <laughs> you? I'm this good. bright and early morning. <laughs> yes, come on, bright and early. I like it. <laughs> Thank so, you. I mean, I already said that you were my sister, so we siblings, but I'm still interviewing you as if you just somebody I did not know. <laughs> okay, so I don't know you. okay so tell us you know what was your childhood like do you have any memories childhood my childhood was great it was fun what about (laughs) Uh, (laughs) that's so crazy all memories i'm gonna cry stop i had so much fun yeah any uh specific memories um barbie dolls Oh, but back then we called them Bobby Dolls. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot about Bobby Dolls. Oh man, we had the my scenes, we had the Barbie, we had the doctor, we had the cars. Oh yeah, vans, bugs, you name it. That was fun. The Bobby Dolls and dressing them up, doing their hair, even though they had like not even that much hair. We used to try to put braids (laughs) in them and do curls and cut it and color it with some markers. Like it was out of control. Yeah, it but was I had, fun. I had, that's like that's a great memory. I was just talking to somebody uh the other day, Rachel. Shout out to Rachel, Miss Hayes. Hi, Miss Hazel. Yeah, I was talking to her about. It. I was like, dang, I miss playing Barbie dolls and just like <laughs> not having deals and just you know not even knowing what the heck you're mad, but for no reason, because girl, you no worries, girl, bye. I know. Like honestly, if I think we would have relished more in our childhood, like everybody. Period. If you know, we knew how it would be to be an adult <laughs> you know like yeah, bills yeah, like seriously they never lie that's why for you have real. to be on your grind <laughs> they didn't lie like i got about 18 jobs right now see you, gotta <laughs> be, you have to have all these sources these incomes coming in so who was uh one of your role mo- well who were some of your role models as a kid as a kid mm-hmm. my mommy <laughs> uh role models as a kid, probably Janae Aiko, because I've been knowing her forever. That is true. You said even back then, though? Yeah, because she used to write these poetry, like this poetry oh. or whatever. And so 
I don't know. I feel like she was a big inspiration. But you, Mama. Okay. Well, what's the um, <laughs> oh? Cause you know, I get what you're saying through Janae because she did poetry. Is she like one of the reasons why you had got into poetry when you were in school? Yeah, I think so. Cause I was like, I was looking. Cause back then, Janae had a blog on Blogspot, and those blo- Blogspot was big back then. Mm. And so, um, she would post like her poetry on there, and it would be some that were short, some that was long. It would just be a picture, and she would say something cool. I don't know. I've always been a fan of Janae Aiko. Yeah, she was. She was lit <laughs> to this day. She yeah, was really so. You know, it's yeah, funny too when girl. people, uh, when somebody comes out and people are like, "Oh, did you ever heard this girl Janae?" And we like, she been out. <laughs> right, like she been out literally. Like goodbye. Yeah, and that's the truth about the majority of people who come out, which is really good. Mm-hmm. It goes to show that if you just keep doing it, you will, you know, exactly. come out on top. Exactly. So you, you can't just keep stop. Going. Mm-hmm. Just literally keep going. And so what do you do for a living? Oh, man. Where do I begin? <laughs> okay. Well, I'll just say I bartend and serve at Olive Garden. Mm-hmm. And then um, I'm a substitute teacher. Mm-hmm. And I Uber. Come on, <laughs> Uber. See, this, so, is, this is my hustling sister. But honestly, you got that from my mama, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, for real. Like seriously, my mama like, is like the number yeah. one stunner. <laughs> right, for real. And before I was a substitute, I had this job as a receptionist at like this skill skilled nursing facility, which mm. is kind of like a nursing home, but not really. Oh, okay. Oh, snap! That's what that was. Girl, I did not know yeah, that. Yeah, it was like I was a receptionist. Okay. The, I <laughs> And you know, it's funny, like, I remember I was trying to apply for different jobs. Mom was like, do front desk, do receptionist. And I seriously, when I got to think about it, I was like, oh, thank you. I'd rather do customer service. Those people are so mean. It's like, dang, why don't you just answer the phone yourself then? You're so mean. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, them phone jobs is is something else. And you know I can say something about it. I don't have about 15 jobs. (laughs) Oh, I understand. But I you, understand. you've been there, like, when you got your job at Olive Garden, you were there, you've been there for a minute. How long you been there? I've been working at Olive Garden. It'll be four years in oh, April, wow. if I let it. <laughs> Only if I let it. Because I'm trying to come up on something. Right I know, now. I know. Uh, did, did you, but, like, learn something from it, though? Like, what do you, yes. did you take anything from it? Of course. I met so many people. <laughs> <laughs> So many people, whether they're good, bad, or you just, you know, mm-hmm. like so many. I've worked with so many people because the turnover rate is really high. Okay. Yeah. Know, for any server joint. Yeah. You know, for the most part. But man, I've met so many people, like manager wise and just like people that are just my coworkers. Wow. And I've met guests. Like, I would say the, the coolest thing about that job is just the people that you meet. You meet mm. people with money, mm, like yeah, that's you meet true. people from different places. Um, you meet people just visiting, whatever the case is, like, and then they come in. The next thing you know, they bring their family, and they're like, "Oh, hey, girl!" <laughs> <laughs> it's so cool. Um, I had these guests that helped me kind of become a substitute teacher in a way. Mm. 
they know their friend is like a principal at one of the elementary schools. So that's cool. It's something else I want to say, but I don't want to say it too early. Mm-hmm. So, okay. um, but I would just say that they definitely have opened the doors as far as networking and connecting with different people. Because once I tell them that, hey, I have a degree, you know, I do this. They're like, oh, shoot. Well, we would love to have you. And there's so many people who have given me their business cards trying to offer me a position and try to get me on here. And, mm-hmm. You know, not all the time you want to do it. But, yeah. mm-hmm. and, you know. It's That's just true. nice that people still are, are willing to extend the hand. That is true. You know what? Because mm-hmm. I don't think we see that a lot or we even hear about it a lot. That's like something I didn't even know, you know? <laughs> so that's great. What led you to radio? Because I think radio is pretty much the start of how you got into is the start as far as like all the different career paths that you've gone, like from photography to modeling and DJing radio started all right. Right. What led you to do it? Well, okay. So in high school, I did this TV show called schools on Dallas and I was a reporter there. Mm-hmm. And we had to memorize a script and go meet the crew on set, whether we be meeting at an elementary school, high school, or just at the administration building downtown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just recite what you said, like what you memorized from the script that they sent you, and let's go, it's reporter time. <laughs> How long you do that for? So, I did that for two years, Okay, my junior senior year of high school. And I was like, dang, like I kind of like this hosting thing, I'm a major in broadcast, so I majored in broadcast. And they had an opportunity for um, me to get my own radio show. Mm. I applied. And then at the time, I think I had just met Rachel. And we got our own radio show. And before you apply to get your own radio show, you have to take the class, which is radio production, so you can know how to use the studio. And it was optional. Like, you know, it was just a cool opportunity to be a part of, you know, have your own radio show and kind of get a little bit of experience under your belt. So that was cool. So that's what led me to do radio. Now, radio did lead me to do uh, to do modeling, photography, and DJing. Most importantly, DJing. Well, okay, question. You ever listen to the radio and, like, the MC that's on the mic is talking like, what's up, y'all? It's, K- it's K104. It's 97.9 The Beat. Or whoever it is, 106.1, whoever it is. They're talking... And then, but music is playing in the background like an instrumental of a song, the intro. Yeah. And then as soon as they stop talking, the lyrics from the song start. Mm-hmm. It's because it's a timer on there. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's a timer for how long the intro lasts until you hear words from the song. So I thought that was so freaking cool. I thought they just knew. So, yeah. <laughs> so once I started learning cool stuff like that, I was like, dang, okay. So then I would start manipulating music because I had a talk show and I would play music like maybe like maybe six songs throughout a whole show. Mm-hmm. And so I would bring the music down and have it a little bit low, but still talk over it. Like I was doing a PSA or something. I was just start doing cool stuff like that. And I was manipulating the music and the my, my voice and the levels mm-hmm. on it. And so, cause I was the board op, the board operator. Oh, okay. As well as the host. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I was like, dang, I kind of like this manipulating this. So I want to DJ. So that got you into DJing with the, you know, the board. What is the title of the, you said a board programmer? What was it? It's called a board op. 
A board op. A board so op you- is person that's behind the scenes of a radio show who's controlling when your mics are going to be on, when you're going to commercial break, when you're going to play another song. They just control the levels. So I have to ask you, what was the name of that radio show on UTA Radio? And how did you come up with your name? Hey, okay. So it started off with me and Rachel having our own show. It's called The Royal Tea. Mm-hmm. And then she graduated. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, dang, I don't know what to do. Like, <laughs> I, like people were, want, were wanting to do the radio show with me. But I just felt like they weren't a good fit. And I just rather have them as a guest because I knew exactly what I wanted to do at this point since I had the experience. Mm-hmm. And so I came up with the name Lex in a Box. And it's been the name of everything since then. Lex in a Box. Lex in a Box. DJ Lex in a Box. Lex in a Box Photography. Lex. Lex, Lex. And I like it too because it honestly... I would, if you ever got to the point where you feel like you need to change that name, I feel like you shouldn't. And this is just, this is me kind of being selfish, but at the same time, it's because I love you. So, <laughs> so Lex in the box to me, you know how the box is basically like all that you have, all that you've done, all your creativity is your life. What well, is your mm-hmm. stuff. So I think that's why Lex in the box has such a ring to it. Okay. If you ask me. For me, I look at it as if I'm a jack of all trades, right? Yeah. It's not like, you know, they be, they say, they say like, oh, he, they're a triple threat. Like, no, I'm just a jack of all trades. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> so when you think about jack in the box, you never know what you're going to get when it pops out, right? Mm-hmm. So with Lex in the box, you never know what you can get. You can get a photographer today. You might get the model. You might get the DJ. You might get the videographer. You never know what job I'm doing because it just depends. That's legit. So, I like that too. Yeah. So I have to ask you, as a DJ, who what's some music or some some of your favorite artists that you would say that you like to DJ to the most? Ooh, Drake. Really? He has such a variety of music. And his intros are always good. Mm. I like his beats. Yeah, of course. Like his if I was a producer. Nice. I'll be trying to figure out how he's doing that. <laughs> <laughs> he is um, the plug, though. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, he's the plug on the beats now. <laughs> and like the way he, like the way it just mixes with the next song is cool. And I you can, can mix two that. Drake songs. That's <laughs> so true. You know what? He, he got is so much very, music. I mean, honestly, he's just overall very versatile in his uh, music. Right. And so, what have you learned about yourself from just being in radio? And did you learn something new about it? even though you've been in it for a while. (laughs) Yeah. I realized that when I first started off in radio, I didn't know what I was doing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I didn't. I just knew that I liked having fun on air. And I've been told I had the voice. I have the voice for it. And so I figured I'd give it a try, you know, since I did Schools on Dallas. And I've learned that you can do anything you put your mind to. Because nobody knows what you're doing. Don't nobody <laughs> know about radio that I knew back then. So if I wanted yes. to do it, do it. Like, <laughs> You know what I mean? I didn't know anybody who was doing radio. But once you say you're doing it and you actually do it, yeah. people are watching you. Mm-hmm. You know? And I don't know. I just learned a lot about myself. I realized that I can do it as long as I keep going. And hard work doesn't come without an accomplishment or like, 
satisfaction at the end of the day. You know what I mean? Or a prize waiting at the end. Like, you're not just going to continue to work hard and get nothing. That is so true. You know, that's just impossible. That's impossible, literally. So if you have a goal and you stick to it, that's what I'm realizing. I have a, my friend from high school is asking me to be the face of her clothing line. Um, I'm DJing. I don't know how many DJ gigs I have this, well, this next month coming up, December. Well, it is December. Yeah, December 1st. So yeah, this month I have a lot of DJ gigs. And you just never know what could happen if you just stick to it. I have booking people for photography. Like this year has been the year that I claim all my trades. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm claiming them. And as long as you have the confidence behind whatever you're doing, you'll be fine. When I'm in front of that camera, I'm confident. When I'm behind that camera, I'm confident. When I'm DJing, Mm -hmm. I'm confident. Like, even though you may not know as much as the next person, like, if you work hard, it's going to pay off and people are going to see it. I don't know. I just learned about consistency. Just keep going. I'm really yeah, focused right now. You really have to be, though. And I'm so glad. Like, I didn't even know some of this stuff. So I feel like, come on. Like, you got some wisdom over there on you, hunty. Well, thank you. Y'all. sprinkle it. <laughs> so what have been, like, your biggest challenges? Like, did you find yourself having to juggle a lot between all that you do? Like, did one of them have to come before the other or one of them had to get put on the back burner? Like, what were some of your challenges? Oh, wow. This is These are really good questions, by the way. <laughs> um, challenges. I would say my biggest challenge right now is financial, I mm. guess, mm-hmm. because I don't have one job that's, like, consistent. Okay, yeah. And now that I'm switching from bartending to serving at Olive Garden, I have more leeway to move my schedule around as I please because we have 50 plus servers and we only have six bartenders. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's what that's the main reason why I'm switching. Okay. Um, and then for substituting, it can get kind of hard with scheduling. But on there, I can pick up a shift two days before mm-hmm. and be good. I can pick up a shift a day before. You know, if I don't know if I'm going to be able to work, I can just, boom, oh, I'm going to substitute at this high school today. And with Ubering, all you got to do is hop in your car and go. So all of my jobs are something that I can control. And I like to be in control of my schedule. So that management thing is getting really hard. And I will say the biggest challenge that I'm facing right now at this moment is uh, scheduling people in for anything, like collabs. I have somebody who wants me to style them. (laughs) like what you know and people want to do like outfit videos for me and they want to collab on this and can you shoot me this day it's overwhelming (laughs) yeah overwhelming but I'm sure very exciting very exciting I think that's the biggest challenge I am is just right now is the money Mm -hmm. and scheduling that's so funny you say that too because on the pot on the episode that I released today, today's Friday, on the uh, one I just released today, um, I was talking about how when it came to a challenge, I don't even know if I specifically said challenge, but I was just saying how I won't ever be able to manage time. Because you know how people say, I have good time management. Time, I feel like it's going to forever keep going, so I can't manage that. But what I can try to manage is my scheduling. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I was like, scheduling is something I think is something that we 
probably need to focus more on instead of trying to manage time, let's manage our schedules. If we're not going to be perfect, you know, schedules still can get messed up and we can still miss deadlines and, you know, miscommunications. But scheduling, I feel like, is the biggest thing That's the to biggest. focus on. Do you find yourself, though, okay, like, say you have a person, it's just a wow scenario. You have somebody who contacted you and they were like, on December 2nd, you know, on Saturday, I need you to, uh, you know, do a photo shoot for me. And I'm paying you for this. It's for my graduation. And then you like, okay, cool. Like, they haven't really gave you a time. They just told you today. And then you have a friend that hits you up. And they're like, hey, uh, Lex, I got this DJ thing going on. And you have to be there from, like, for, like, five hours. But you will DJ. You just have to kind of, like, sit there for a minute. And then you'll be put on the spot. And it's going to be so much recognition, so many people there to network with. Which one do you pick? <laughs> like, how do you work that out? Mm, well, if it's a photo shoot, it's probably going to be during the day unless it's at a studio. So I would try to see what time that photo shoot was. Regardless of the fact, I'll be at both. Oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> so you will manage. Oh, yeah. I'm, a, I'm going to make it. Like, if it's an opportunity, I'm going to make it, like, I was practicing with this DJ. Shout out to DJ T Walk. <laughs> I was practicing with this DJ out in Denton, and I live mm-hmm. in Arlington, so yeah. that's like an hour drive out there. But mm-hmm. I was doing it like maybe twice a week, sometimes three times a week, once a week, whenever I could. And I had to be at work at four, mm-hmm. so I would get up, get on the road around twelve, twelve thirty. No, not twelve thirty. It's too late. <laughs> twelve. Around 12, get there at one, practice for two hours, and be back on the road. Mm, okay. You on so, the grind. Yeah, I'm hungry. <laughs> like, you gotta be. I'm hungry. I'm open and I'm willing to work. I'm willing to work most definitely. So what keeps so, yeah. you motivated to, like, just keep doing all you do? Because I know sometimes you'll have days where you just do not feel like getting out the bed, like, at all. So what keeps you getting out the bed? <laughs> Oh, man, I do have those days. And they're terrible because it's like, dang, I have so much to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, what keeps me getting out the bed? Well, it's just me, for real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I don't get out the bed, I can't depend on my nobody else, you know, to get it for me. That is it's true. That's it's just true. me. So if my rent's not paid, it's my fault. It's responsibilities oh, in life. Yeah, it's responsibility. Like, I just have to get up. Mm. And then it would be crazy. It's crazy because I believe in not letting a nine to five, like, take away your dreams. Mm-hmm. I believe in that wholeheartedly because I will be an entrepreneur one day. Okay. <laughs> I like to be in control. I don't let these jobs control me. Like I said, I like to be in control of my schedule. Yeah. And so um, unless it's a job that I, you know, that's actually in radio or what I want to do, of course. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just for like survival purposes. Yeah. I'm going to work hard. Like you got to make it work. I don't care. I'm still doing my dreams as much as possible in between those workshops where I have to make money. Yeah. Because and one thing that I've learned, because you asked me what was like some what were some of the challenges I faced? But Mm -hmm. I said financial because you have to invest in yourself. Yes, that's a big you have one. To invest in yourself, like you doing your own podcast. You had to buy the equipment to do it. Yep, and pay the coins to host. 
Exactly. So you have to invest in yourself. When I, when I, my life changed when I bought a different camera lens that wasn't my kit lens that mm. came with my camera. That's when my whole photography life changed. When I bought that lens, I'm about to book my second shoot, and I got a, a, a my third shoot next week. Mm-hmm. I done made I done made that money back already. Right, that's so true. And then there's a lens that I want to get next year. It's like three fifty. I know I'm going to be able to get it because if I keep booking these shoots, keep posting good material mm-hmm. and practicing, I know I'll be okay. Like People you just watching. have to invest in yourself exactly. And um, with my DJ board, my laptop. Thank God for the laptop. Now my daddy bought that because that's too expensive. <laughs> Shout out to daddy. Shout out to daddy. <laughs> Because the laptop is expensive, but as far as like my DJ board and um, that, I had to invest in myself, but I did it. I've learned though that if you keep your stuff, I don't care how much money you, you spend on anything, Lexus, if you keep it in good condition, like this microphone I'm using is a Blue Yeti. When I first bought this microphone, my intentions were not for it to be for a podcast. I bought this microphone in 2015. Uh, no, 2014. I started podcasting this year. Alexis, I've kept every time I use it, I put it right back in the box. Mm-hmm. So if you really want your stuff, treat it like it's expensive, even if you only pay $50 for it. Treat everything right. like it costs so much money and you'll keep it for a long time. That's just how I see it, you know. You get your money's worth plus some. But now, if you do, you know, hit that million jackpot. You know, shit. You can go ahead. (laughs) Go ahead and do your thug deals. For real. But as far as like um, your radio, DJing, photography, modeling, you know, I know your friends and family see you doing this. Like, have they said anything? Have they been supportive? What's been the feedback? Uh, I send my my mom pictures, mommy pictures all the time. Like, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Oh, that's cute." Like, I feel like I have her support. Oh yeah, <laughs> she's never been like negative about it. Mm-mm. Um, but if I do something a little while, she's always sure to check me. Oh yeah, that's parents anyway. <laughs> that's parents anyway. Yeah. Um, same thing with my dad. My dad, if I'm not making money from it, he's just kind of like, "Hey." <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, daddy, you got to start somewhere, you know, because when I started taking pictures, I wasn't getting paid for that. Right. See, that's a, that's the thing. When you following a dream, a dream that's not under working, because when you're working for somebody else, even though you making a little check, you are funding their dream. They getting paid three times, probably even more than you than that check that they send you. Like mm-hmm. if they didn't have the money, they wouldn't be paying you. Right. You know, like it's funny because I be sitting here sometimes like, dang, I need to hire somebody. But I'm like, girl, you, girl, you better calm down. Girl, you ain't got no money. Girl, that's what I literally said. I said, I literally need some help. <laughs> like, like, there's no way possible for you to do your dreams by yourself. In the beginning, yes, you are your one man army, however they say it. But you eventually have, have to have a team, a literal team. Yep, you surely do. What's been the feedback from people, though? Not even just family, like friends, people you don't even know. Like, what have they said? Oh, man. Um, I'll tell you this one story. There's this guy at work. He used to work there when I first started working at OG. I mm-hmm. call it OG. OG. Okay. <laughs> uh, but then, like, he started back working there recently. And, you know, he works in the back and he cooks. Well, he doesn't cook, but he, like, preps. 
Mm-hmm. And um, so I'm back there talking to him. He was just like, I didn't know you were a model. <laughs> I've, never, I've never talked to a model before. Oh. <laughs> I was like, that's so cute. <laughs> I said, so boy, cute. hey, how you doing? <laughs> um, shout out to Eric. That's so sweet. But, uh, yeah, that was so nice. And then I got a comment. I don't know. I feel like everybody loves it. Mm-hmm. I'm getting nothing but positive energy. Like, like my friends, moms like it when I post it on Facebook. You know what? I had to stop comparing myself. Yes. You know what I mean? And there's so many models who are like taken off by storm who are, who live in Dallas. You know what I mean? I mm-hmm. I don't like I've met them. You know what I mean? And I'm like, dang, like they so far, but they've been in the game for way longer than I have. You know? Yeah. Like I just started. I just right. started. Exactly. What is your take on networking? Like, do you feel like it's required, especially in arts, like, you know, the creative lifestyle? Or is it something you're, you are just good at naturally or is something that you learned over time? Man, I think it's something that I learned over time. Mm. I've always been up for like collabing, you know what I mean? Like I was always networking, but didn't know it. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But I didn't think I realized how important it was. And why is that? Why is that? Because they didn't teach us that in school. No. Mm-mm. I didn't know. Yeah. Like, I may have this piece of paper, but it's it's about who you know. It's about networking. Yes. You know big time. I mean? To get somebody can get you in the door, like, for real. Yes. Like, so many, that's why people have mentors. Like, yes. Exactly. It's all, you never know who they might know. Like, mm-hmm. for real. Like, that's real. And, um... They didn't teach us that in school. They taught us, I guess, the work that we're going to be doing at these imaginary jobs that we're not going to get because we don't know how to network. And because we don't have a job experience. (laughs) Right. And we don't have job experience. So if you network, like, that's the best thing you could do. It really is. You never know who you could meet. You never know who you could meet. And then your stuff gets posted. Like, with me, like, I never know what photographer I I may meet. Mm. Like. Can I tell you this story? Yes. There was there was this friend I had who knew this model. Mm-hmm. So I, I didn't even know she was a model then. Mm-hmm. And then until I peeped her, because I, to- I was talking to one of my friends about it, and she was like, oh, I know her. So I go check out her Instagram page. Girl is dope. Yeah. And long story short, I hit her up. And, you know, I wanted to talk to her about, like, modeling and all that kind of stuff. And then uh, she never really responded. You know what I mean? She responded, mm-hmm. but she didn't really respond like how I wanted. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so <laughs> and so I was watching her Insta story one day. And it was a guy in her snap that looked like Bryson Tiller. And I was like, dang, B. Tiller? Like, is that B. Tiller? Yeah. And she was like, everybody says that. You know, it's like, LOL, ha, ha, ha. Then she was like, uh, he's actually looking for models. You model, right? <laughs> I'm like, oh, hold on now. Girl, don't do that. She's been watching <laughs> you. Yeah. And so long story short, uh, I end up modeling for this brand called Yerp. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Yerp. And their, their IG is Yerp, Y-U-R-P, period T-M. Mm. So, yeah, it was pretty dope. 
It was a cool That's experience. And then I got I got to see her. And then after that, I got another little video promotion, little gig the next day at a penthouse because of her. And I was just like, man, you know what? <laughs> yes, you better network, Lex. Like, you better come you. on. Connection. Like, I can't believe this is me right now. Right? That's so cool. <laughs> For those that are listening and would like to do what you're doing, what advice could you give them to start? Do it. Just do it. I don't care if it's virtual DJ. Mm-hmm. That's where I started. Just go. Just start. Get you a little inspiration. I go to Shameless Maya. Come on, Shameless Maya. I really like Shameless Maya. She is so cool. She is such an inspiration to me. So is there a quote you live by, a book you've read, or a person in your life that keeps you going? Well, in my room, like I'm a firm believer in like namaste. You mm-hmm. know, I don't act like it all the time. <laughs> I'll be trying to control myself now. <laughs> but um, yeah, namaste, if you don't know what that means. It's like, this is how I take it. It's um, like, I see you working. I see you. I see you. I see you. You're human just like me. And I should respect you. And mm-hmm. you should do the same for me. And that's how it is. Like, you know, like, I see you. You see me. Like, mm-hmm. I have love for you. Like, you know how God says you should love your neighbor? Like, yeah. Yeah. Like. We're all one at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So, like, don't be on no childish home. <laughs> yeah. You know, don't do that. Like, right. just be in good favor all the time. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. So, so that's what I try to do. <laughs> now, that was the serious part of the interview. You know, I always say this. But <laughs> we're going to go into the fun and the random questions. Are you ready? Yes, ma'am. What is your favorite retail store? Probably Forever 21. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll get your coin. You know mine been Rue 21. all your coins. Okay. Well, I do like Rue 21 for the graphic tees. So do you believe in love at first sight or not? I don't know if I believe in love at first sight. I believe you can like someone and find someone attractive. Mm-hmm. I don't know about no love. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh-huh. oh, you, oh, you didn't tell us this. What was your first job? Ooh, this crazy campus bookstore. That was the name of it, campus bookstore. Yeah, and it wasn't even like the official UTA bookstore, but they no. called themselves campus bookstore, so yeah. like they could smell like they were. <laughs> oh anyway, snap! Anyway, it was like independently owned and stuff. Yeah, that's my first job. Besides your phone, what is one thing you cannot live without? Oh man, probably my camera. What is your favorite holiday? Christmas. Yay, it's coming up. (laughs) (laughs) And if you could be any character from any show, cartoon, movie, book, anything, what character would be and why? Oh, wow. Mm. Character from a movie or a book? Book, TV show, cartoon. I would probably want to be somebody like Mulan or something. Oh. Mulan. I like Mulan. That's really, yeah, that's my stuff. But see, I don't know. She went through the struggle. Let me stop. The Wang family. <laughs> the Box family. <laughs> Ooh, I would probably want to be um in like an action movie. So I'd probably be Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible. Oh, come on. I could see you, you in know, it. I love action movies. And I could probably do like Taken, you know, mm-hmm. Liam Neeson. Yeah. I'm talking about, I could be Batman. <laughs> 
you know i could yeah. do rocky well i don't know if i could do rocky but i could do rocky's girlfriend okay yeah because they, they're fighting you know that's adrian adrian is her name adrian so oh wait i don't know if i could be her because her brother used to talk to her bad but Ooh. anyway i like that name. <laughs> <laughs> but Batman, i don't know if he got beat up but i love him but yeah definitely mission impossible so how can people reach you Oh man, my number is not. <laughs> <laughs> I have Instagram and I have Facebook and I have Twitter. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all of that is Lex in the Box. So you can go like my Facebook page on Lex in the Box. You can go follow me on Twitter. I'll probably follow you back nine times out of ten. And then on Instagram, if you like my pictures, I'll notice you. Come on. So, yeah. Or message me. I'm I'm cool. Like I'll message you back. <laughs> See, that's what I'm I like. not gonna be on no type of clout. Like I, you know, I'm so humble. Like I'm not even. I don't know. You gotta I'll be. Just be. I'm surprised that this is me at this point. I'm, I'm not surprised that I've gotten this far. <laughs> I'm not at all. Like you always you know been that? a shining star. You've been very like social. I'm just now getting out in the social. You know me. I stayed in the mm. in the bedroom. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> but love, thank you so much for doing this interview with me. My sister, y'all understand how long I've been trying to interview my sister because she's been so busy, but I understand. And she finally came through. Thank you, Shusha. I love you. No problem. I love you too. <laughs> That's been the wrap for the characters here episode. Y'all go ahead and follow my sister everywhere. Links in the box. And I'll see y'all and talk to y'all in another episode. Thanks for tuning in, and I hope you enjoyed the show. Please leave a rating and review, and share this episode with everyone you know. To read my books, follow me on Facebook and Instagram at SLF underscore entertainment. To see my art, follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Fascinating Painting. To watch me style my hair, subscribe to my YouTube channel, Love for My 4C. To keep up with this podcast, follow me on Twitter at Characters Here. And join the community at characterthere.com. Who does a lot? <laughs>